Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Hello, Casey here, your podcast producer and host for today's episode about erectile dysfunction and social media, something that has dominated the headlines of everyday living is social media. Everyone has a voice now. Everyone has a chance to be a content creator and contributor to this massive, changing, evolving platform we call social media. So, Mark, we did an episode previously about erectile dysfunction regarding dating apps, specifically Tinder, Bumble, etc. There's got to be some connection there to today's discussion. So, do you just want to recap for us what that podcast was all about? In the episode that we explored uh, the impact of dating apps on erections, we recognize that there are different forms of dating apps uh, some of them are more uh, geared toward um, hookups or or more geared toward the hookup culture, while others, um, at the very least, are marketed as um, trying to help people establish longer-term relationships. Each of these dating apps comes with a uh, slew of challenges for the people that use them. Certainly when it comes to the apps that are geared more toward a quick encounter or uh, meeting somebody for um, the uh, implicit purpose of a sexual encounter. For some people, this is a very arousing proposition. This is something that excites them, certainly would be a facilitator or supporter of uh, proper sexual function. However, for many people, um, and certainly for many guys, this is anxiety-provoking to be engaged or be on a platform that the intent and purpose of it or the expectation is that it should lead to a sexual encounter in a very short period of time. That anxiety, like we've covered on many other episodes, can lead to performance issues, can lead to um, erection issues and the like. Mark, first and foremost, you are a mental health professional. You're a therapist. You specialize and a lot of erectile dysfunction and mental causes, but you also see clients and, and people on a variety of different subjects. So I know that you are very informed on what's going on in mental health these days. Is social media and mental health a hot topic? Is this something that you're hearing a lot about? So I think social media, certainly right now, generally, is a hot topic. I think you mentioned... Casey, that um, it, it's just become a, a part of our lives. Um, and anything that becomes a part of our lives impacts our brains, impacts um, our mental health. So as hot of a topic as social media is, generally speaking, I think is as hot of a topic social media is with regard to mental health. So anecdotally, what can you tell us about social media's impact on mental health in general? 
so let me start with the good uh, before we talk about some of the challenges. So I think that there are a number of aspects of social media that have probably benefited a lot of people. I think social media allows for connection. It allows for people to find other like-minded people. Um, I think for many, many people who have previously felt isolated, being able to find um, a group of people who are similar to them or maybe experiencing similar things has been uh, very cathartic and very therapeutic. And I, I do want to recognize that benefit of uh, social media. Now, all that being said, I think that social media has, has had a number of impacts on our collective um, mental health. Um, you know, firstly, I think social media has changed our relationship paradigm. I think it's changed the way that we uh, relate to and see one another. Uh, social media allows us to say things and to make comments that we simply, many of us simply would be uncomfortable, uh, to say the least, uh, to say out loud in a, in a face-to-face type of setting. I think social media allows us to also ignore the complexity of people. When things are bo- boiled down to a couple hundred characters, we really lose the nuance. We really lose a lot of the complexity that exists in people. And we have an uncanny ability to categorize people based on a statement. I think that that has a potentially negative impact or ramification on how we connect. The other, another aspect when it comes to relationships, and certainly when it comes to our intimate relationships, is comparison. And I think this is a well-documented phenomenon that, um, look, relationships are hard. I'll I'll put it that way. Relationships are challenging. When we are distressed, our minds often want us to feel better. They want us to find a solution. When we lived in much smaller settings and we didn't have these much larger social communities, our ability to explore, to compare, uh, to imagine that there are better things out there was relatively limited. With social media, it's very easy to compare. It's very easy to almost unintentionally challenge the relationships that we do have, which I think does ultimately have an impact on all of our psyches. Lastly, without me giving any commentary as to why this might be, social media has been, you know, very clearly linked to increased rates of anxiety and depression, Uh, not just among adolescents, but this has been documented really in populations of all ages. Um, So that that is clearly having a negative impact on, uh, again, our collective mental health. Yeah, there's no shortage of things we can talk about when when it comes to social media and mental health. I would have a lot of questions for you that would take us off on a really far tangent. And I just want to bring the discussion back as we bring all discussions back on this podcast to the topic of erectile dysfunction. So I'll bluntly ask, how is social media impacting erections and erectile dysfunction? So I think it would be unfair to draw the direct link. I think that our erections are impacted by both our internal states and by our relationships. And that's what I was highlighting in the previous question, which is 
social media impacts the way we think. It impacts the way we relate to one another. If a man is feeling depressed or feeling overly anxious or um, is comparing himself to other people, comparing himself to other relationships, and is incorporating all of that information into his psyche, that will begin to, that will have an impact and manifest itself in sexual performance. If our anxiety is going up, it's much harder to engage in pleasurable activities. If we're feeling down and depressed, we don't have much of a sex drive or we don't have much of an impetus to engage in sexual activity. If we are continually comparing our partners to other people who are out there and we can scroll through a thousand images in an hour, it becomes a lot more difficult to stay engaged with the partner that we have in front of us. So I don't think it's a direct correlation in terms of if you spend two hours on social media, you will then develop erection problems. I think it's the impact that social media is having on um, our relationships, our own sense of self, our own well-being, and our own mental health that is trickling down into many areas, one of them being sexual function and erectile function. Relatively speaking, social media is a newer thing. I know Facebook launched in the mid-2000s, maybe around 2004. YouTube came out around that same time, 2005. You know, Generally speaking, in the grand scheme of things, these are still relatively new. So I want to ask about some studies maybe that are out there. I know studies do take a lot of time to kind of gather data on. So I'm not sure you know, how reliable these are, but I just want to ask, like, is there any studies you want to highlight that kind of connect these issues, these mental issues and erectile dysfunction or just these mental issues in social media in general? So this is a, an interesting question and, and I, I will give my opinion on this. So there are a number, there's many, many studies about the impact of social media. And those studies look at all sorts of aspects, different different demographics, different age groups, how much time somebody's engaged on social media, how many platforms they're on. They try to look at as many of these factors as possible to determine um, which uh, situations or what types of engagement or which demographics are most susceptible to mental health challenges when it comes to the use of social media. Casey, you probably can speak to this a little bit better than I can, but I my impression is that there are social media platforms and new ways of engaging in social media and on social media that are coming out probably more frequently than once a year. New features, uh, new ways of engaging. And I think one of the challenges is we only begin to see the after effects a couple years earliest down the line, at which point there are already new new platforms and new tools and new services that are out there. So I think, this is my opinion, I think that the studies a lot of times are playing catch up. And I think technology is moving faster than any studies can keep up with. So I think it's very hard to concretely point at what features or what types of engagement really by today's standards seem to be having an impact. To me, it's an overwhelming topic. Um, That doesn't mean it's not real. It doesn't mean it's not happening. I just think that these studies um, oftentimes are just understandably playing catch up and and hard to give us clear workable data um, in terms of the specific 
types of social media that we're using today. Mark, I'll just jump in and say, I think that's accurate because the studies are probably having a hard time keeping up with the technology just as the legislation and the laws governing a lot of these technologies and social media platforms are also struggling to keep up with the rapid pace that these social media platforms and just the tech industry in general develops. So I think that that would probably be on par with what I'm seeing um, kind of on the legislative side of the industry. That makes sense. Yes, technology seems to be uh, the cutting edge, as they call it, and uh, it feels like everybody else is playing catch up um, while, while we're engaging in, in really this life-changing technology. Mark, can you first remind us the work you do with men regarding mental health and the struggles with erectile dysfunction? I want to just reestablish your work before I jump into the next question. Briefly, I work with uh, men who um, have been medically cleared. Um, they've seen their doctor, and it's been determined that uh, any of the organic issues or medical issues are being managed properly, and uh, there is uh, seems to be indication of a psychological or what's called psychogenic uh, aspect that's contributing to or helping to maintain erectile dysfunction. As we've covered many times in this podcast, uh, the brain is a very complex part of the human body and impacts so many aspects of uh, how the body functions. One of the most susceptible uh, parts of our body uh, is the penis, and in particular is the erectile uh, function process. Many different things that are going on inside of a man's head can be negatively impacting erections, and conversely, in order to achieve um, consistent erections, the brain has to be engaged as part of that. So my area of expertise is on uh, being able to help men identify and address what might be going on or oftentimes what is going on that is negatively impacting the erection process. With all that in mind, are you seeing men who are dealing with erectile dysfunction that may be related to social media? So as I was saying earlier, I think it's rare that I have encountered a, a male client who's experiencing erectile dysfunction, who has clearly or openly attributed erectile dysfunction to overuse of social media or some unhealthy use of social media. I think, though, that it is something that any person... Um, who's experiencing a challenge in their life should be looking at. Um, it's very difficult to not be engaged in some level on social media. It's almost part of the way that we live. So it's something that I keep in mind with almost every uh, client that I meet with, or almost every man that, that is experiencing erectile dysfunction is if there's a relationship issue going on, what has impacted this issue? Um, what has impacted the relationship? Has the shifting has the has the thinking about relationships shifted or changed? Does social media have a role in that? So, it's something that is I wouldn't say front of mind or top of mind, but it's something that is absolutely considered in the broader scheme of trying to understand and ultimately address erectile dysfunction. 
Another great discussion here on the Erectile Dysfunction Radio podcast. Mark, any final thoughts on today's topic? I think that social media is a part of our lives. I don't think it's really going anywhere. That being said, I do think that we have to uh, be mindful and conscientious about the impact that it is having on all of us. I also recognize that there is ultimately going to be a generation that is coming up now and coming of age and all they know is a world that is built on or predicated on social media. That is an area that remains to be explored. Whereas I think many people who are now coming into an age where erectile dysfunction or psychogenic erectile dysfunction is much more common, they have seen a world where social media really probably didn't exist at all or existed on a very basic level and can actually identify and recognize that change. Whereas there is a generation that is coming up that is only going to know social media. That's going to be their primary modicum of connectivity. And that is another area that remains to be seen in terms of how that impacts general uh, sexual health. And uh, certainly for men, how that impacts the their development and erectile function. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.